political talk show that talks about real people, real opinions, and real issues. We hit from left, right, and center. Let me see here. I have two left people on the panel, and I have two right people. I am your host. I'm a registered independent, and uh, I'm going to introduce quickly. I'm not going to go into the details. I have Mr. Rob Arnold, a Republican. Hello, Rob. Hello. Rob is glaring at me. Are you having eyesight issues, or can you not see over the phone and the director? Top of the morning to you. Top of the morning. Uh, yeah, I have um, eye issues. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I have Mr. Brian Parker, who on uh, earlier in this week's episode I called Brian Park. Sir, I apologize for that. Happy to have you. It's all good. I've got an ex-wife that calls me worse. Oh Lord, have mercy! Blame it on the blame it on the women. Okay, um, Mr. Kirk Adair, you are senior. Who ate the apple on this show? Do, Mr. Adair, have you seen? Do you see any involvement on Verbal Assault live stream? What do you like and what do you dislike? Yes, briefly. You seen brief involvement or no, evolution? No, no, no. I, I like the evolution. Yeah, it, you do. It's, it's working. It's yeah. working. Mm -hmm. Okay. Am I is my ego a little less he heavy than it used to be? <laughs> Deadpan. I, I think that was a seagull sound. I think seagull that was a sound of tumbleweeds. I don't seagull know. Seagull sound. Cricket. <laughs> Cricket. Chirp, chirp, chirp. Mr. James Smith, you are Present. our other anchor Republican, and you never have a problem being heard. Is there any time that I cut you Little off that sheepish. you wish you could say something? I don't think I ever hesitate to say anything. You're a very fair and very gracious host, and you're actually very accommodating to a dissent, which is one of the main things about this show that makes it so unique. No it's doubt. not an echo chamber. We actually have discourse back and forth, and we have disagreement. We can get a little bit loud, but you're the one that actually pulls us all back into the reality and keep us on point. Fair and equitable. Right on. Equitable. Now, my Good check should word. be sent to... <laughs> That was a paid service announcement from Vanity Media North America. Thank you. Um, uh, okay. Do you need, need some water? I'm, I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask our director. Do you need some water? Okay. Because you know it's funny on these when we're taping with a phone, it gets everything. But mm -hmm. I think we're going to be dubbing that over anyway, so we're not going to worry about that. Yeah, that when, wasn't passive aggressive at all. Okay, right on. <laughs> when egos collide, the erosion of public service. Here in New York City, we recently, you know, a lot of us have negative things to say about the government. We never have good news to say about the government. Mm -hmm. I think in every urban area, there is an issue of transportation. If you do not have a car, you need to figure out how you're going to get from point A to point B. And anyone that knows anything about unions and the government, uh, I'm sure that that will people want to throw bricks through a glass window when you talk about New York City and the subway system and New York City government. Andrew Cuomo is the governor of New York State. Andrew Cuomo Ooh. is the brother of Chris yeah. Cuomo, who <laughs> is an attorney television. on CNN. <laughs> Recently, we had a person from the city of London, mm -hmm. okay, in the UK, Kirk Adair, you know possibly Byford. Byford has been known to turn around London's transportation system. Mm 
He ended up in another former British colony. He ended up in Toronto, and he turned around Toronto's subway system. At a certain point, he got here to New York City, and when you can get <laughs> union people, when you can get opinionated New Yorkers, and when you can get the government to agree on the same thing, that seems like it's it's good. Anyone that can get over a 75% approval rating in New York. It's, it's quite a feat. It is. But Cuomo, it's the accent. Cuomo and Byford they fell had, in love with the accent. Cuomo and Byford had headbutting. Byford wanted the accountability to be towards him when it came to the subway. Mm-hmm. Um, th- we, we went from an on-time performance of about 50-something percent to above 85%. Yep. Kirk Adair, when it comes to private and public partnership, is a partnership pr- a, a possibility or do we need to let the person who puts in the most money have precedent? Go ahead. Well, no, you, you have to have cooperation both ways. But the, the person who puts in the person who puts in don't forget that the New York subway system was privately owned. It was Cornelius Vanderbilt that started it. There you go. And it's still privately owned, more or less. So when you're when you're talking about, you know, uh, accountability, uh, the buck has to stop somewhere. And unfortunately, uh, Byford wanted uh, accountability and you can't get it. You can't get the. I mean, there's more money in issuing tickets than there is in actually cleaning the stanchions. And that's what they're looking. And that was all started by uh, Bloomberg. You know, so when you're when you're saying that Cuomo is, you know, a problem here, basically Bloomberg set it up so that there's very little accountability all the way along. And where, might we ask, does all that money go? They want to say Thank it's going you. to the unions. Not going to the no, unions. It's, it's going somewhere, but it's not going to the unions. I'm, I'm going to go off subject And it's not going to the equipment, and it's not going to the rail lines, and it's not going to the infrastructure. It's going somewhere. somewhere. I'm going to I'm going to go around this mm-hmm. a little bit, and I'm going to tap into our two Republicans. Um, we, we, you, Mr. Adair, you talked about... Uh, Vanderbilt, Cornelius Vanderbilt, and Anderson Cooper's mother is Gloria Vanderbilt, who is clearly a direct descendant of. He's a Vanderbilt. Um, it, it, right. It's funny to me, Anderson Cooper works for CNN. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned Chris Cuomo earlier. Who worked for the CIA. Who also works for CNN, who is the brother of Governor... Um, uh, Andy? Hello. The smart one. <laughs> Andrew, the dumb one wound up Andrew on TV. Mm-hmm. And then Billy Bush also works in media. Who is a descendant of of the the Bush dynasty mm-hmm. here? Whether we're talking about W, as I get the, the eye roll from Kirk Adair, or Bush we're talking Poppy. about um, his father Herbert Walker, what is going on when we have media and politics so closely aligned? Um, Brian Parker, do do you see, since you majored in political science, do you see a conflict of interest here? Wow. James, I'm going to let you take it next. Yeah, right. Uh, potentially, I mean, you potentially. Can't, I mean, you can't always just just uh, readily readily lights. assume. I mean, people are independent thinkers. I mean, you can't you can't always uh, pick who your family is. You go your own way. Is there going to be some influence from it? Of course. Yeah, but just, do you just bake it in and just automatically say that 
uh, there's a uh, conflict of interest. You can't always say that. Well, you can't say that. Um, Mr. Rob Arnold, do you see some level of nepotism in this at all? Because this is not even a question I had on my docket. Ivanka. <coughs> well, sorry. sorry. I, first off, I, I'll say that. What, what did, I say... did you say Donald Jr. or did you <coughs> say the one with white hair? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You said Ivanka. You mean the first female president of America. Thank oh, you very Jesus. much. All right, so God, answer Emperor your question. Trump. First off, I see nothing but pissing matches between... Uh, Bill de Blasio and and Governor Cuomo, they're Big they're time. constantly they're, their egos are are clashing over just about anything. But and, you're talking and, about two Democrats in that case. Well, right. Well, there's that's a lot of infighting, and and that's a quintessential example of it right there. Um, yeah, I think it's incestuous uh, when you see these things connecting up the way they do, uh, and it's it's not just a conflict of interest; it's a very dangerous conflict of interest. Because then the people are e- more easily and readily able to be kept down and out of the out of the loop. Not, they're not going to know the truth if everybody is cohesively together to do something, whether it's the media and po- politicians or corporate America and politicians. Whenever the, the, the big power players and the people with all the money and all the chips, whenever they're together in such a way where there's all that nepotism and all of it, cronyism, uh, good people are kept out of the power structure the, the heavier that connect, connectivity is, and they're kept out of the loop on real information. James Smith, who are our power players? We cannot get a train to go from one area of the city to another area of the city without experiencing a diversion. Are we having a diversion in the ethics of public service? Again, I mentioned the word ethics because that gets under your skin. There is an ethical dilemma that transcends the dichotomous thinking between Democrat and Republican, right and left. We have an ethical dilemma in our culture overall. We can talk about it. And one of the symptoms of it is this dysfunctional public services, whether it's the hospital, the police, the garbage, but the transportation system. And what you talked about, Rob, I want to just piggyback on it again, is how this is the example of like two guys who are supposed to be working together for the betterment of the people but can't get past their own egos. Right on. Their own back back and forth. And they can't think about what's good. I think the solution, now the solution is differ because I think the mother may I mentality of the left is one saying well we're just going to teach them how to behave we're going to try to educate them we're going to do informational pamphlets and all that I say no the solution is something you cut the head off of the snake right at the you, you know what but I'm what trying is to say it? no I don't what is privatize it what is the privatize snake? privatization Pri- is the, the snake the snake is public service in its current manifestation which is nothing but corruption it's you get to corrupt across the board you want to talk about the MTA we can talk about all the other public G- services one second james smith i'm going to go to mr kirkadare mr kirkadare what do you know about tammany hall uh, 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 Boss Tweed and Tammany Right Hall. on. Oh, right my on. God, what, Boss what you, Tweed. What do you yeah. know? What do I haven't you know? heard that name in a while. I'm, I'm going way back because maybe this 1878. is— 1878. Okay. In 1878, from what I understand, many people could not read. They could not take in the news, the media of which we today often vilify, but they could read political cartoons. Tell me, um, in your thought process— uh, Tell me what you see as a possible evolution or a decline or rolling down the hill of our of our public service and ethics, because when you talk about the UK, you talk about duty. I'm asking the question I'm basically asking is what is our civil duty in the United States? Well, when you're talking about uh, duty, uh, it also it's a double it's a double edged sword because it's also a responsibility. You have to have the power and the responsibility to do something. Um, Which in, is why I think Bifurk well, resigned. Well, exactly. Exactly. Right. The, 
uh, in the UK, there's a, a sense of the, necess- the necessity of doing one's duty. For instance, when there were the uh, strikes in the 1920s, the Army and the Navy took over the public services in the UK at that point. Because? Um, because the workers had gone on strike. Uh, and it was important to keep the um, subways, to keep the, the railway systems, everything working so that the country was, wor- was working while they were negotiating. Now, the, the, the thing is that workers should not be taken advantage of. Um, they have been taken advantage yeah, that's of. That's a le- very left point of view, and the right is going to be all over this. Well, one. let me finish on that. All right. The... In doing your duty, you should also be sufficiently compensated for doing that, all right? Mm. Now, when you come to something like New York City and you're dealing with a a historic level of graft and greed that was started uh, with prior to— Chicanery. It really chicanery, and it it started prior to uh, Boss Tweed, but it was exposed with Boss Tweed because it was so in your face— uh, it was so obvious. Before that, it had been slightly subtle. But uh, you couldn't get anything done with Tweed unless you paid somebody off. And unfortunately, with the situation as it's going on in New York, uh, that, to me, is a total example of it. I need to jump over to Brian Parker because in my brain, mm-hmm. in my brain, I'm thinking about public transportation. And recently, March, uh, in March... Ooh, correction, in January, before Black History Month, we had Martin Luther King's birthday. Mm-hmm. And when I think about Reverend Dr. King and I think about the Montgomery bus boycotts, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm asking a double-edged question here. The first question I'm asking is, are you in agreement with Mr. Adair when he says the power of being able to strike gives you leverage in negotiations? And then I'd also like to ask you, being from Charlotte, North Carolina, mm-hmm. do you see this breakdown where a politician uh, gets into a direct conflict with someone who's trying to ru- uh, to run a public service. Is this a Northeast is- issue? Is this a Southern issue? Is it a national issue? Please. It's a money issue. It's power issue. It's yeah. greed issue. Yeah. That that that's really what it comes down to. And it's not a Northeast issue. Um, Does it happen in North Carolina? Well, see, the thing, North Carolina is different than New York. In what way? It, well, in North Carolina, you really need to have a car. Public transportation is so secondary that buses <laughs> yeah. and there there's no rail. I mean, there's there's no there, rail. There's, there's, there's no Amtrak. Well, 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 I mean, Amtrak Amtrak basically takes you from yeah. Charlotte. I, I, I can't hear him. Go yeah. ahead. Amtrak basically takes you from Charlotte to another city. They are experimenting with a limited monorail there that'll take wow. you from downtown to some of the outskirts of Charlotte. That would be great. They're I think. just doing that, but they don't have subways and things like that. You need that in New York City. Down there, that's a nice to have, but Pretty much everywhere you go in Charlotte or anywhere in North Carolina, you drive it. You got to drive. What city have you been to? Uh, excuse me. What states have you been to besides North Carolina? Oh God, uh, Ohio, Indiana, Louisiana, do Virginia. You, do you ever take anything aside from a bus or a car? Have you ever been on a train mm-hmm. or a ferry system? Yep. Or and do you see this as essential to the uh, to the economic development of New uh, of New York or any other state? Oh, absolutely. If you didn't have it, I mean, it would shut it down. I mean, 
no one could get anywhere. I'm going to move the conversation to a little bit. Um, earlier, I was talking about how uh, Governor Cuomo mm -hmm. and um, Mr. Byford, who is running the subway system, got into con constant heated battles because Byford wanted the actual accountability, right. which is unheard of in public service for someone to want to be responsible. Mm -hmm. And we know that Cuomo, the Democrat, uh, the, the two-term Democratic governor, yeah. who is the son of a three-term Democratic governor, wants to run for president. Mm -hmm. um, yep. Rob, Rob Arnold, do you see some type of, um, you know, when we talk about Cuomo, and Mario Cuomo and uh, Andrew Cuomo, you're a descendant of John Adams, John Quincy Adams. We were talking about nepotism earlier. Earlier. Where do you see this going? Well, uh, first off, I'm not so sure that Andrew Cuomo does want to run for president. I think he had those aspirations. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, I used I used to be with you on that. I was telling everybody like 10 years ago. I thought he was going to run maybe against Hillary Clinton in that primary cycle, uh, and then I thought for sure he was going to run last time around, mm -hmm. uh, or the time before that around, and this time I, I would have expected he'd thrown his hat in. Uh, he didn't. I don't know. I don't he know if he won. ever will. I always used to think he damn sure was going to, but he's I think he knows it, it's a it's a meat grinder. It, you know, and and he's probably. You, what's that? You don't think he's going to run? I don't either? think he's ever going to run. I don't. Think I, don't I don't think he's, he's going to run. Dirty. We'll see. We, he he's got a lot dirty. of dirt on him. He knows there's going to be a a, a, a real vetting. Um, uh, vetting of him they and and a magnifying glass. As far as him and his father. Uh, I think that, um, first of all, I think that his father was a, a really fantastic orator and not that bad a governor. He was genius. He, they uh, said yeah, that about Barack Obama. Was, um, no, well, Mario wait a minute. I'm just saying, I, I'm going to say that the day that that apple fell from that tree, the wind was blowing real hard because he's not his father's son. Um, Cuomo, I, Andrew, I think Andrew Cuomo, Cuomo is, is, is very small compared to Mario Cuomo. I also see him as a bit of a bully. One. You look at Chris. And he's yeah. the smart one yes, compared to Chris. Yeah, Chris is, right. Chris is like, if you were talking about Apple that guy's from dunce. the tree, no, You don't think Chris Cuomo is? Over. Yeah, it got smushed by a so truck. You, you, guys, you guys don't like Chris Cuomo. I think he's great on CNN. No, I, I love how he challenges. I think he's a dunce. Do you know why? Why? Just because um, I'm, I'm getting a signal that Ant, uh, give, give it to me again. Andy canceled a whole corruption probe. My uh, my my director has made a very good point. Um, I'd like to think the woman's name is Zephyr. Yeah. Who was right. um, uh -huh. working families party. I believe she was a, yep. she was kind of an AOC leftist. She once ran for governor and then she ran for attorney and general. general. And I think, you know, Zephyr teach out. Thank you. Mm, teach out. Um, she I'm going to say something here. The women aren't going to like it. But I think that I think that Zephyr teach out was about to be a bad bitch. Yep. I believe that she was going to fucking tear things up. Mm -hmm. In a good now, way or a bad way? Uh, in a listen, good way. She's going to peel it back. She's going to trump it. I've always, she was going to trump it. But, I, I, but yeah. women, women, women have this tendency to kind of get things done. Unless, unless, yeah, that's a, that's a you know, unless, unless the name is Hillary Clinton, then I'll get input from James Smith and Rob Arnold here. <laughs> but we're not talking about Hillary. Please Brian don't. Parker. Please don't. Brian Parker, I see you... <laughs> Brian Parker, did you say don't talk about Hillary? He's like, please, please don't. Please don't, because that's all they need. I'm surprised her name hadn't come up today. And normally, and normally it comes up without us provoking. Well, it, so. you know, it's funny you because I understand that Elizabeth Dole was a Republican, and she's actually someone I probably would have voted for. She did a good like job. You know what? Me too. As a senator, she has her head on. I like. Yeah. I like Susan and, Collins and, of and Maine. And sir, I gotta add, sure. uh, she ran the American Red Cross. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. And she did a dynamite job with that. Wow. She, 
Do we uh, have so mandatory pandering to women? Can we just universally oh, say yeah. women? There's like one dope? woman who I think was, was <laughs> okay, a fantastic and, 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 and leader. And believe it or not, and believe like it or us. not, as an independent, I gotta <laughs> some are say, good, some are bad. Ivanka Trump, I believe, is a lot smarter She's than smart. her father. I mean, how hard is that? Yeah, you keep doing that. That's not a stretch. Keep sleeping on Trump, guys. Wow. Kirk and Mr. Kirk and Dave. Take a look and see who his uncle is. Take a look and see who Donald Trump's uncle is. Who is his uncle? MIT professor, the one that was actually entrusted with all of Tesla's stuff that they found in his hotel room. That's what did they find in his hotel room? They don't know because they never show, shared it with the public. Mm. All of Tesla's notes and everything was confiscated by the FBI, and Donald Trump's uncle was the one, and it's public record, was actually the one to make heads or tails of it. Okay. And they actually, while his dad's busy, if you think his uncle didn't have any sort of like um, influence on his life, you would be wrong. And if you want to look into Donald Trump's history, there's a matriarch of that family. It is a woman from Germany who started that family from nothing and put inside his mind that he needs to grow up and actually own land in America. Look it up. It's the um. No, that's not gra- so bad. His that's, grandmother. Right. His grandmother. Half happened. His grandmother <laughs> was run was running the entire Trump clan and insisted on them coming to America. Okay, I'm going to say. I'm going to add one I'm little. I'm going to say something misogynist and say let Granny keep knitting because we need to go back. You're going to add one. Quick I just thing. want to add one quick. thing to that is is that the um, that if Donald Trump is not so bright. Where does that leave the Democratic Party? He outsmarts <laughs> them at every <laughs> turn. Well, you know. Um, oh my God, so that's great! I'm gonna, mm. I'm gonna say special here. Special Ed I'm kid gonna, ran out to the I'm varsity say, team. I'm gonna say here, electoral co- electoral colleges and gerrymandering and suppression oh of votes. God. It disturbs me. I have a problem with it. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna come back for a second, and I'm going to go back to Mr. Adair. Uh, Mr. Adair, how long have you lived in the United States? About thirty-five years. Thirty-five. I've lived in May, more than that, maybe. But, uh, you know, maybe. Okay, we're not going to. We're not going to age. Thirty-seven point two. We're, we're, we're yes, not going to call no. you out age-wise, but. Thank Gi- you, Giuliani. <laughs> Giuliani is someone. Who I'll is, get out of my wheelchair shortly. Okay. And hit you with my walking stick. Great, and, and you would. Uh, Giuliani is someone who has been involved with New York politics for eons. Okay. Another person who has had three marriages. Another person whose ethics have been questioned. Crime is something that is very, very, uh, crime reduction is something that's very, very pro-Republican. If you reduce crime, if you can get bad people off the street, it will make everyone feel safer. Mr. Adair, what are we afraid of? Um, When I talk about Giuliani, I'm going to reference him to Bratton who is known for reduction of crime. Bratton has been a commissioner in Boston. He has come to New York. He then went to Los Angeles, and then he then came back to New York. Should the credit go to Giuliani uh, post-911, or should the credit go to Bratton, uh, known for Comstat, creating this tracking system that identifies criminal entrenched areas? Well, the two of them work together. They're buddies. Uh, They were very big on racial profiling, um, a lot of the things that you see that Bloomberg uh, just went wild with was certainly going on before that. Bratton was also very, very um, instrumental on the blue wall of silence. Mm. You know, I mean, it, and Bratton, while Bratton was there, it was um, uh, courtesy, respect, uh, courtesy professionals and respect and Volpe had to stick. Wow. You know, so Volpe is the one that took the broomstick and stuck it up the uh, rectum of the Haitian American man. Exactly Thank correct. you. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, um, uh, Bratton uh, was also very annoyed when uh, something was said about 
his racial profiling and his comments to uh, what just recently to um, uh, inspecting the uh, police record with minorities um, uh, when Giuliani was mayor, it's like Giuliani time, you know. So it's that sounds so mobster. It is, and I'm sorry it to is. my Italian Americans, but, but that, I don't think it, it was ever proven that that was actually said. Yeah, I think well, one of the things that came up was there's the no video no, of it. No, well, no there, it was. It, I think well, it was later recanted that that was not actually said. It was like something it, was added on. Well, that was is not something Giuliani said. It was but something that, that was in the city. The tone it was that the was sentiment. in the yeah. city that yeah. was that by certain people in positions of authority. And crime went way down. Well, crime went way. Crime moved, but it didn't necessarily go way down. Brian what do you Parker, mean by that? what do you, what mm. do you, what, Brian Parker, what do you think about when you hear the name Rudolph Giuliani and the whole racial profiling thing? We love to talk about race on Verbal Assault live stream because everyone gets so damn uncomfortable. Yeah, what's the problem with race? I mean, we we're just different colors. There's a residual bitterness after Dinkins lost to Giuliani. Everybody thought Giuliani was a referendum on New York City's first black mayor. Well, I want so there was like this thing that got stuck Mm -hmm. to Giuliani, which I think was a little. But let's not get hyper local here because Giuliani is now involved with the Trump White House. And um oh, and and, and, New York. and he That's has had but he has had the goal of running for president. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, was re- so I was referring back to Brian Parker when you hear racial profiling, oh. when you hear stop and frisk, knowing that Bloomberg is running on the Democratic ticket as mm-hmm. a Democratic voter. Do you what if Bloomberg is that person? Does this uh, racial profiling stop and frisk thing? Does this affect your decision? If I have to go with Bloomberg versus Trump, I mean, I only have one decision to make. I'm not going to sit out and not vote. You would vote for Bloomberg. I'm over not for Trump. I would never vote for Trump. Right. I'm not asking to vote for Trump. I'm oh just saying, God. would you vote for on um, Bloomberg? Well, I mean, that, I mean, that's that's not a, a, a choice. Uh, really. He literally said, "Throw him up against the wall." You would. He li- literally said that. Hey, okay. we know where the crime is. But, hey, you can Xerox. Okay, but if I you start, okay, the, the but I can start listing all of Trump's indiscretions. Nothing too. like that. There's you, not a single thing well, in Trump's well, it dep- repertoire it, it, it that depends, comes even close it to fig- on, it Do you want to think? Yeah, yeah. What about his remark about hit their heads harder when you're putting them in the right. police car? Not, Talk not, about MS-13. Every cop has that sentiment. One, one second, guys. One second, guys. James Smith, um, what is the greater good of, of, of serving the general public? What do you mean the greater good of serving the general public to actually well, ensure well, the well-being of well, your fellow uh, citizens Well, I'm, 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 I'm going to stir the pot here. Um, Trump taking out uh, ads in the New York Times. Mm. Support the death penalty. Um, they You're are talking all about from the Central Park Five? Central Park Five, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was the most horrible time to be black And every town. opportunity he had to say that that was wrong, of course, he will never say you he was but, wrong. But James, I, but James, you I, knew I, that and you still answer. supported him. You support him now. Even though he wouldn't say it was wrong. Uh, I'll let you answer for me. Okay, I'll okay. answer for you. Go, please. Yes, uh, he was wrong. He uh, he was afraid to say he was wrong when he was given opportunity after opportunity. You took out an ad. It was founded that they didn't do it. You had an opportunity to say that that was wrong, and you still the Central Park ra- The Central Park rape case is really personal for me because it's the reason why I lost my job. And I'm going to name names. Whoa. It's the reason why I lost my job at Goldman Sachs. You worked at I was Goldman at, Sachs? At the what time of the Central Park, I was a researcher for the um, fixed income, the only person of color there. And let me tell you something, all these properly educated white liberal guys did the most horrible things to my desk every time I walked away. They would cough, rapist, and like 
hang them, and really? stuff like that. This was every single white guy I work with. As a black person, I during Central Park case, I lived at hats. I lived at Waters. No, they don't wear MAGA hats. That's the thing that I'm trying to actually impart yeah, upon my fellow African Americans. Because you know something, the Trump people will, and I've been to Trump rallies, will welcome a stranger. They would They'll, never play with your desk like that. They, they would. They. I, I, I don't know whether whoa, 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 or not there's a Trump. I'm guy sorry. Or... I'm sorry. I'm not sure I understood you. You said you would go to a Trump rally and they would welcome strangers. I've seen people wearing Bernie T-shirts, Hillary T-shirts, and they welcome them. Yes, absolutely. I've been to four Trump rallies, but how I don't want to. How hey, many? We were Rob talking Arnold, about how this. Many, no, hold on. How many rallies have you been to? One, and I have. And hold on, I have read uh, a tell tale stories of liberals who said. I've heard from the media this, that, and the other, and the, all the Trump people are horrible. They're racist. They're, they're white supremacists. I wanted to go see it for myself, and every one of them op- welcomed me completely. I want to push back arms. on the comment that you made earlier about the fact that the people that did the racist crap to me when I was at Goldman Sachs are Trump supporters. That is nothing but farther from the truth. If you talk to most of these guys, they are dyed-in-the-wool Hillary supporters. Yes. There is a problem in the left right now with the fact that you would actually vote for somebody like Bloomberg is endemic of that very problem that will turn but, the face on the other way of somebody who actually engages in these very real activities. And by the Did way, you, Trump wasn't so, necessarily so, wrong. So if Central I have a binary during, choice between Central Bloomberg Park, and Trump. During Central Park 5, when I would go to a supermarket where I lived, the white people would throw things at me. Any single black man that was in New York City during Central Park 5 time was an open target to the vitriol, the racist, Whoa. and the sexual jealousy that so many whites have towards blacks. In this liberal town. Okay. And it's just a thing that we as Americans can actually open up our hearts and own it and see what it is. So Donald Trump reacting like every other effing corny white guy in that town at that time is not a surprise to me. So what not a surprise su- at all. What, what makes him suitable to be a president now? Because you know you. something? He wasn't in a position of power to say throw them up against the wall. He ran Whoa. an ad and shared his opinion. Whoa. Just like you're sharing your opinion by actually having this show. You are not going to institute policies that actually made young men go to jail and have police records to this day unnecessarily, okay. which was what Bloomberg After did thrown for 12 the years. Absolutely. So I'm going to add something. So there's a difference. Uh. There's a difference between an art Archie Bunker, angry white guy that thought five black guys raped and like hit this girl over the head, even though the newspaper reporters that reported it at the time knew that she had had an argument with her Spanish boyfriend beforehand, and that's who actually did I'm the so deed. I'm so glad you so mentioned. So the newspapers went along with may it, I, all may working I, in cahoots. May I? Yeah. May I? Since um you mentioned Archie Bunker, mm-hmm. and since the show the uh, All in the Family is created by Norman Lear, I love the fact that we're discussing the white racists. Because there was a spinoff of uh, All in the Family called Maud, where they use a liberal leftist. I love One Maud. second, and I'm going to finish. One second. Um, there was also a spinoff called Good Times, which uh, placed mm. this poor, uh, semi-educated oh, black family in a housing project. I know but, but interestingly enough, that same producer also produced a show called Jefferson. The Jeffersons, right. which had an upper middle class, if not affluent, black family mm-hmm. with a black maid. I don't know if I'm allowed to say maid anymore, housekeeper. And, um, and one would say that George Jefferson was racist. He was. Yeah. Kirk Adair, would you ever watch a show like The Jeffersons? I did. Okay, I would you watch it. All in the Family? Uh, I did. Okay. I also watched uh, Prince of Hollywood. Isn't that Prince Prince of Beverly Hills? What the hell is that? First Prince. Oh, you should have seen that one. That's uh, fish out of water story. That's uh, Will uh, Will Smith. 
Oh, Fresh Prince of oh, Bel Air. Sure? What? Prince Prince Bel Air. But I'm talking. I'm talking about racist people. Yeah, but being you're talking about the Jefferson Show. You had a mixed couple. Chico and the Man. You also. had you had uh, a, a, a mixed couple that, that lived next Sam, door. Chico and the Man yes. and Sanford and Son. She was Jefferson. black and he was white and English and he was always made to look like a complete moron. Right. And you know what? These are just TV shows. Well, They're right. just that they do with the male but, 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 or male patriarchal figures. Okay. They, from that point going forward, where every single man depicted in these this formulated sitcom was shown to be an idiot. Or but some James, sort of come back to me for a second. The reason why I mentioned the TV shows mm -hmm. is because you said the word power. One of the thing, one of the discussions that you and I have had is that um, when one has power, <laughs> one has a level of influence that sometimes cannot be substantiated by their opponents. And when, when I bring it back to the question of power, we talked about this show. Anyone listening to this show can be influenced by something that I say as the host of the show. They can be influenced by something that Rob Arnold, Brian Parker, Kirk Adair, or yourself says. So those of us in the media have a certain level of power. Those right. of us in government have a level of power. And when I say the media, I refer to semi-legitimate media. I also refer to Hollywood, which is hyper-sensationalism. Have you ever seen the way Hollywood still goes off on O.J. Simpson? Let me tell you something about power. I've For my entire life, and I still believe that I, as an American, I have a right to shape my own destiny. But no greater example of power was during the Central Park Five rape case. I, I, because the idea of five black men raping a poor, innocent white girl sent so many people into overdrive. And you want to talk about the media? They're the ones that were in cahoots that actually fed this narrative, this nightmarish so let me tell you narrative you're that's in their dark so their let me tell porn you history in their mind that actually came to life. So they actually wanted to punish every single black person that was out there. Okay, great. So appalling. we're talking about, one second, we're talking about punishing black people. We're talking about punishing black people. And my next question is, a case involving Ronald Perlman, who the uh, actor? Uh, no, the, the guy they got. Am uh, I pronouncing the you're name? You're talking O.J. Simpson? No, uh -huh. no. I'm talking about the person who created Insync. Oh. I'm talking about the person. Oh, that who fat bastard. Oh, TFB. Says the big guy <laughs> on the panel. Oh my goodness. We, we, we know <laughs> that dude makes big, me look like Twiggy. He's a he's known in the business. I was in the business. I was in the business for eleven years. Okay. That dude's known as the go ahead, I'm sorry. So he was confused. Whoa. He was he was accused of pedophilia. Yeah. He Fuck was yeah. accused of Everybody having, knew. He was accused and prosecuted on creating a Ponzi scheme and international money smuggling. Now, that person is Jewish. Okay. And in Oh, we you have, wanna go there? No, we're gonna go there. We're gonna discuss the fact that He's a person who um, had unethical practices, but check out his connection to Brian okay, Singer, the so, X-Men director. So we're we're talking about a wealthy Jewish person. We can go and we can talk about a wealthy black person like uh uh what's his what's Jefferson? His, no, uh, O.J. Simpson. Um, OJ Simpson. Um, yeah, you want to talk about this? Orange Julius, I believe his name. Whatever his name is, Orenthal's I don't know. Orenthal James. Oh, you're asking for his first name, yeah. Orenthal. Right. I'm so sorry that I screwed that up. Yeah. If there were as the many Jews. black people in positions of power in the media as there are Jewish people in positions of power in the media, there would be a national referendum on why we have so many black people in these positions. And maybe it's not quite right that we're only getting this one skewed view. Maybe we need to actually diversify because well, if 70 percent of the managers in the news 
business were actually African-American. It would, they used the same tools that they used to rob Bill Cosby of the right to own MSN, NBC television. Wow. Seriously, guys, we can wake up and actually have a real conversation about this, but we'll get slathered with no, the no, anti-Semitism. No, 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 because again, garbage. I'm talking about when egos collide in the, uh, the erosion of public service or the corrosion, you can use the same word. Essentially, what we're seeing is we're seeing, you know, there was one point where the media was considered a form of public service. Right. right. Well, I think we can all agree the only reason that I got into media because as an African-American male, when I was incarcerated, I realized that someone was trying to put me on a downward trajectory. Of course, I've contributed to that myself as being a drinker, as being a, a, a drug user. But aside from all of that, I can most of my friends who are Caucasian are also drinkers and drug users. I'm not, you know, though there are people that do crystal meth and there are people that smoke weed. As a matter of fact, I think I was walking in the hall. I might, I might <laughs> smell weed or outside somewhere earlier today. But aside from that, I, I, I think Grass the, the, this erosion of public service and this ego thing, mm -hmm. you know, we, we have talked about in politics that we need to have a war on drugs. Suddenly, Colorado's economy is doing phenomenally well from marijuana. Suddenly, it's how can we get into the marijuana business? It's not marijuana. Well, it's, it's the tax CBD or Well, it's the does CBD no. come Coke, from marijuana? No, Coke's going to be legal soon. It, uh, marijuana is watch, watch it happen. the smoked version of it, okay, or the Mexican term. The edibles. That, well, no, the term that was coined by right. the— But marijuana is a native plant to the United States. The that's the, the Spanish word for it, yes. It's also— uh, Marijuana. Uh, it was used as a negative term by the Hearst Press uh, as a racist— uh, reference in the 1930s to uh, totally. African Americans and Mexican Americans uh, having sex with white women <gasps> in Hollywood. Uh -oh. Okay, with uh, oh, in uh, Southern California, and uh, so it sounds like Hollywood was always this kind of cesspool. It yeah. sounds, no, it's not a cesspool. Yes, it All right, they're horrible. Um, it was started by William Randolph. It was no, it was it's it was like a reflection art. started by William Randolph Hearst and his girlfriend who made not his wife, his girlfriend, the girlfriend who made certain references to people that she knew in the media business. Okay, who were having you know uh, relation? No, they were having relations. Orgies. What are in, you thinking over there? I'm in, thinking that Hollywood is jacked up. Oh, dude, it totally is. About that. If you want to know about what the and thing we're talking about, Ron Perlman, look at his connection to Brian Singer. There is a movie that was produced by this woman and directed by this woman. It's called Hollywood, an open secret. Mm. Please watch it. Well, he, she names I, names. You know, as she a black about a, a, as a black person and as a gay person, you know, um, we we we've had problems in this country with homosexuality. Mm. We've had problems in this country. What's the problem with it? Guys are enjoying it. Right on. Um, but women are homosexuals too. Well, do they does, do they really count? Yeah, but but most yeah. of you, most <laughs> most of you guys like to watch two women um, on your off hours. You know, Republicans How are do known you know to, that? Republicans are known to get freaky during these conventions and the level of and renting. Where do you get that rental, information? Where do we Seriously. get that, brother? Everybody knows y'all. I'm getting, just waiting for the legalized cocaine so I can go you, back no. into Coca Cola. Most again. Republican wow. men are just you know they're just mm. with their wives and their two point five. No. Yeah, yeah, of course they, they are. Yeah, look at Lindsey Graham. No, they like they like they like to wear diapers and get spanked. But but no, that would be the Democrats. We actually like. 
And by the way, there's a there's a real point to be made on the media. I'll give you a quick. You guys get spanked to wear diapers. But are we losing? But so we all agree that that the media is now the erosion of a public service. Well, there's no doubt about that. Because Donald Trump manipulates the media to his advantage. They're the enemy of the people, right? They attack him. He he. But he but he is a genius of manipulating the media. He's a marketer. Everything. He's a marketer. And 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 Amarosa was a marketer. She learned from the. I'm going to give you a fantastic example. Fantastic. Go ahead. The media is actually Mm. when Hurricane Katrina hit the governor of Louisiana, Kathleen Blanco, would not let the feds in across the bridges into the affected areas. FEMA. Right. Wouldn't let them help. So she delayed for three full days. Everyone in the media knew full well that it was up to the governor. It's right in the U.S. Constitution. They all knew full well that she delayed for three full days. Yet they pointed at George Bush, Michael Brown, FEMA. It was a pack of lies, and it, it had his poll numbers go plummeting. Uh, the, the sitting Republican president doesn't give a damn about poor blacks in New Orleans. And that was the narrative. Now, we have to wonder if Kathleen Blanco— So you feel that Trump cares about poor blacks in New Orleans? I'm not talking about Trump at the moment. I'm talking He's about the media. And, and yeah, I think Trump him. cares about everybody much more than the, than the media. Brian well, Parker, yeah, Brian Parker do you agree with Rob Arnold? You're, you're from the South. And, right. um, you know— you, They lied on Katrina. The Carolinas deal, the Carolinas deal with— uh, listen, we went from picking rice, right? We went right. Uncle Ben's and picking rice <laughs> and, and to the re- reflection of uneducated black men to, uh, you know, we've got a president now who says, hey, you know what? Um, I'm not racist. What do you, th- what do you think here? Um, but I see this as also when egos collide, the erosion of public service. I, I, I see this We've been as talking about this for time immemorial. There's a great documentary about the Dutch. But one India second, com- this is a Brian Parker yeah. response. Give me yes. a second, then I'm going to come back to you, James. I mean, honestly, when you look at poor areas, whether it's black or white. But normally when we say urban, we refer to mm-hmm. people of right. color. Code right. word for black. Right. It is, it is. And when you say black, then you automatically assume Democrat. That's true. It, right? Right. So why are you going to help people that don't vote for you? Well, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, wow. uh, you ask me a question, yeah. and I agree I keep, with you. I mean, keep Which, it, keep no, 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 no. Keep hold on, hold on. Say what keep you just real. said. Say what you just said again. Why would you vote? For, why would you help people that don't vote for you? Wait, why why, why did he shit on Puerto Rico? But that's why James Smith, but Florida is, and Texas, he did a great job. One in second, Rob. oh yeah, his aim what? with t- paper towels was awesome. This is why James Smith, a lot more than that. This is such a moose point, guys. I think your original question was a little bit more. James Smith is is now a Republican. He said, "I was a Democrat, but this is the this is for many Black Republicans. This is the whole point." Why am I going to support a political party that does nothing for me? My final question, we have less than five minutes. Do any of us support lifelong pensions? Um, Fuck yeah. We need to have a public pension program like they have in Germany. Okay, well, in, in our government, in our government, those that run for political office will do anything to save their job because right. they get paid for life. So is that what creates our national debt and the erosion of ethics? Doesn't it's create a, it's a, a national debt. It's, just, no. it's a very it's small amount corruption. of money compared to the total the budget. Right. Yeah. The corruption you're talking about has been around since f- oh, like forever. thousands of years. Okay, So us just having this roundabout thing is we have to actually think about better humans. And I think technology gives us the opportunity. You're talking about technology and humans? Yes, it gives us an opportunity. This is why there's such frustration for my generation and people a little bit younger, a little bit older have frustration with the younger people because of the way they interact with technology. Because the thing is, younger people don't mean to be disrespectful. They just realize the bullshit. 
and they realize that we've been arguing which is about why this, they which is why we are arguing about the same Bernie, bullshit forever. Right no, but this is why they support an AOC. No. These are two Look, people you politically don't young, agree you don't have with. No, you, have, right. have, you have no idea how many young people support Donald Trump. Okay, so okay. where so are they? So the dichotomy is basically the mommy way of thinking, which is going to make everything okay and give you everything you need, or dad saying, get your ass up, get out there, and earn what you James need for Smith, yourself, and James, I'll got your back. Okay, we're down to five minutes, and I'm going to cut I'm gonna cut everybody off here and be really short. I'm going to give an assignment to one of our leading Republican correspondents, James Smith. I want you to find me two, if not three, black, Latino, or Asian Republicans below 30 that are willing to be on the show. I want you to see if you can find these youth that support Trump. So you calling me out, I say? I, I, <laughs> you calling me no, out, I say? No, yo, I okay. yo. yo, I roll hard and deep, y'all. I'll Ta- bring, them. I'll for bring the whole crew. <laughs> Over there. Top of the receipts. That is so Atlanta. Show me some receipts. We we thought that Whitney Houston was cracked out when she said that. But show me some receipts is urban slang oh. for show me proof. Right. Yeah, Peachtree Street. You guys go have a party down there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> ne- next week on Real Housewives of Atlanta. Just kidding. We um, I'm going to give each of you 10 seconds. When we talk about politics and when we talk about ethics, James Smith, start with you. It's something that's ancient. We have an opportunity opportunity right now to leverage technology, to leverage the blockchain, because it is the protocol of trust. We have the um, we have the IP, and we're going to put a layer on top of the IP, which is going to be the blockchain, which is going to make cheating, lying, corruption a thing of the past. We can automate 90% of what our public officials are doing right now. The kids realize it. That's why we're afraid of them. That's Thank why you, James Smith. Moving on to Kirk Adair. Kirk Adair, uh, Mr. Smith has discussed technology, blockchain automation and making better humans he's sounding like he's he's drunk on artificial intelligence your comments on that well artificial intelligence is um a severe problem uh artificial intelligence must be regulated by human intelligence it cannot be allowed to work on its own because it will it is devoid of compassion understanding and love Thank you, Kirk Adair. Moving over to Rob Arnold. Rob Arnold, as a Republican, he the word regulation was mentioned. One second, James, because uh, I can hear you. Um, automation was mentioned. I'm, ke- I'm going to give you 10 seconds. Well, you, what you said was ethics and politics. Uh, right. I, should, say, we au- should we automate our politicians? Yes. Uh, I say no. We would dis- be in disagreement on that. I'm going to say as far as ethics and politics go, um, it is not that all politicians lie. It is that all people lie and from there it is a matter of degree to which and impact of when politics decides the quality of the very air we breathe when there's any kind of lack of ethics in there it has a greater impact and some politicians just simply lie a hell of a lot more than others so it sounds almost you know uh, oxymoronic to say ethics and politics but there are good people in the political class as well. We have to always keep sight of that. There okay. are really good people there. Wonderful. Um, I'm going to say something that Mr. Adair would have said, and I'm going to direct it at Mr. Parker. Mr. Parker, you have 10 seconds. Um, hmm. Mr. Arnold has said that politicians don't lie. People do. Guns, pe- guns don't kill. People do. Um, I said that. You, no, no. Mr. Mr. Adair has said there are no good Nazis, but you know, Mr. Arnold and Mr. Um, Mr. Smith, your president has said there are good people on both sides. Brian Parker, give me, give me your, give me your closeout. Give me a last synopsis here. I mean, it pretty much comes down to this: if politics and ethics 
are in the same room, politics pushes ethics out because people want to stay in power. And if being truthful and being virtuous and all those things is an option, they're going to choose uh, whatever political stance. If the truth gets in the way, then the truth gets put out. There are no more honest people. Thank you for that. And I'm going to thank Mr. Rob Arnold, Mr. Brian Parker, Mr. Kirk Adair, and also Mr. James Smith for tuning in, and all our audience for tuning into our program, Verbal Assault Live Stream. As you all know, um, you know, we talk about some heavy subjects during the week. So on Friday, it's a free for all Fridays. And um, I don't ask questions, I just let the panel go rampant. Um, and tomorrow's subject is Who Fares Better in America? I have two people practicing their boxing. I don't know who's going to get knocked out tomorrow. Uh, I am your host, Marquis Devereaux. We're going to thank you for tuning in this Thursday on Verbal Assault live stream, and we are out. Yeah.